building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and happy Wednesday. Welcome to another Startup Survival episode. Today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, which is sales. Most business owners really suck at sales. Really, I think most people suck at sales. There are a few reasons for this. Mostly, I think people are scared and people think that they don't know how to sell. But I've talked over and over again on this podcast about how everyone needs to know how to sell. So we are going to dig further into this topic today with my good friend and head of sales at my marketing agency, Mikey. Mikey is amazing because he's good at literally every part of the sales process, which is kind of unheard of in a salesperson. So he doesn't just specialize in prospecting and discovery or in closing. And he's also cool because he leans into just being himself in the sales process. And it really sets him apart from everyone else that's out there doing the same thing. So without further ado, Mikey, how's it going? Jackie, thanks for having me on. How are you? I am great. I appreciate your time as always. I've learned so much from you in the last two, two and a half now years working with you. And I'm really excited to share your knowledge with everyone. Hey, so, I'm really excited to be here and uh, the feelings mutual. No worries. This episode is a little different than probably some other podcasts you've been on. I am not going to grill you famous last words like I usually do. <laughs> I just want to know your five very best sales tip. Hit me with number one. It was really hard to boil it down. And obviously, it depends on a lot of things. But I think number one, first and foremost, is kind of like you mentioned in the intro, is be a human. You have to be a human. You have to see the entire sales process, every prospect, everybody as a human. You need to be a human. You need to see the human. You know, you need to show some personality. I think number one, first and foremost, is all about just the human side, understanding that you are a human. Like you said, lean into that, but also, the other person on the phone is a human being. They have their own way of buying. They have their own way of listening. You just need to lean into learning about them as a human. So tip number one is be a human. And that I think is so much easier said than done for people. So I think that's a really important first tip. What is tip number two that all the founders out there that we're talking to need to know about sales? Hopefully, there's not a lot of sales uh, managers and sales leaders listening to this because number two is ditch the script. And I think a lot of people will cringe when they hear that because every, the first thing everybody thinks is, oh, I have to have a script. I have to nail my pitch. I need to know exactly what to say. And I think my biggest light bulb moment, just me personally in my own career, was the second that I can remember it vividly as a young up-and-coming BDR at Zywave, the moment that I actually got away from the script and just trusted that I knew the product, my knowledge was where it needed to be, everything I understood about the company is where it needed to be. I, and there was a moment in my career where I just realized all I need to do is listen to the other person on the phone, trust that I know what I need to know, and just have a conversation with this person instead of trying to force my way through a script that, frankly, they don't really care about because they have their own way of buying and hearing things. So what do you say to the company owners or sales leaders that want their people to follow a script? Or what about the BDRs or salespeople that 
are forced to follow a script? I would say absolutely have it. It's a terrific starting point, and it definitely kind of sets the tone and helps a new BDR or any of your salespeople try and understand what the message is, but give them the creativity, give them the freedom to be able to make it their own. Help them understand the message, help them understand the value that you bring to the table, give them a structure of how you think a cold call should go or a sales presentation should go, but give them the freedom and the flexibility to make it their own. Otherwise, it's just going to sound like some canned script that was handed, uh, handed down from above. Which is like what every single sales outreach ever sounds like. I get so many cold calls. They're using mm-hmm. the same script. I get so many emails. They're all the same format, all the LinkedIn DMs. It literally could be like insert name and company here and everyone's using <laughs> yeah. the same format. So I think that's really good advice. Make it your own. Ditch the script. What's number three? Number three. And by the way, after number one, I would say none of these are in particular are in particular order. But number three that I wrote down when you told me to think about five was not to be rude, but nobody cares about your product. They don't. They, they care about what it can do for them. They care about how it's going to make their lives easier, but they don't care about... They probably care about where you came from because they want to make sure that you're credible, but they don't care about the product. They don't care about what it does or all the buttons you can press. They want to know what it can do for them, how it's going to make their lives easier, how it's going to make them money, how it's going to save them money. And that's why when you're creating you know, your sales pitches or your cold call scripts, like we were just talking about, or your sales presentations, the number one thing you should always be asking yourself when creating any of that is, why should they care about this? Why would they care about this if they don't, if they don't work here and live and breathe our tool or our product or whatever it is? Why would they care about what I have to say? It goes back to the old, like, what's in it for me saying. My business coach still asks me that with them. I was going to say that. This applies to every aspect of business. I was talking to someone about personal branding today, and it's really great to go out and tell all of your stories that are relatable, but what's in it for other people? Why do they care? Why do they want to follow along? And you can apply the exact same thing to your marketing and to your sales. 100%. 100%. And I think a lot of I think a lot of people kind of struggle. I've seen too many sales reps just kind of do a, a quick dump on everything that they know about their tool. And it's just uh, not the way to go. And I think that leads into our next one too. All right. What is tip number four? So tip number four, I would say leading off of what we just said, I've seen a lot of sales reps in the past, myself included, by the way. I'm not excluded from any of this stuff. This is stuff that I've... Mistakes that I've made in the past and kind of learned the hard way. But One thing I learned a long time ago is to take your prospect from A to B. Don't take them from A to Z. Take them from a three to a four. Stop trying to get them from like a three to a 10. I think there's a lot of sales reps out there that they get really excited about their product, which I think is critical. Like You have to believe in what it is that you're selling. But I think there's a lot of sales reps out there that get out there and want to show and tell every single thing that their product can do when really your prospect cares about maybe 10% of what it can do because they're probably evaluating it or thinking about it or whatever for one or two specific reasons. Your job as a sales rep or a salesperson is to understand one, two, maybe three things, three key things that they're trying to achieve in working with you, and then help them do those three things. They don't need to know about the other 100 yet. You can cross those bridges when you get there. And I think that when you get too excited, you can overwhelm a buyer. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, 
oh, well, I don't need this product or service because there's so much that I would be paying for that I'm not going to use. Or like you feel like you constantly have to be learning about the features that you're missing in a tool when really, you know, like you said, they might be buying a software tool just for 10% of it. And it's worth it if they're using it correctly. Yeah. I mean, you think about our own agency, for example, right, Jackie, if somebody comes to me because they want to talk specifically, you know, LinkedIn strategy or creating content, I'm not going to be creating written content. I'm not going to be out there pitching them on the idea of, of creating videos. Figure out what your prospect needs and what they want and focus in on that. They don't need to know every single thing that you do. Yeah, that totally makes sense. All right. Last but not least, what's number five? Number five is just kind of a a random one that I've started putting into practice. And I think it works in every stage of the sales process, whether you're just focused on cold outreach or you're actually trying to negotiate or present, whatever it might be. I am a big believer in using their own words against them verbatim. When a prospect is talking to me or answering one of my discovery questions or whatever they might be doing, on my screen, I'm literally taking notes and I'm writing down word for word, like the exact phrase that they said. And as you know, Jackie, in some of my sales presentations, like it'll go slide one, you told me, and then I'll put, you know, in verbatim what they said during our previous cold conversations. And then the next slide, I get into the solution and how we're going to fix it and solve that problem. But the more you can use their words, against them. And maybe that's not the right term, but using their own words verbatim, it shows A, you're listening, but B, you're also customizing your solution and your product and making it fit what they told you is important to them. Yeah. I think there's a mental trick in there too. Like when we're writing proposals, for example, and we're writing exactly in the proposal, the phrases that they're using and how we're incorporating that into their marketing plan. Often after two, three, four meetings, a prospect is like, oh, wow, that's exactly what I was thinking. And they might not even remember that they told us those words verbatim. And now we're incorporating that into their plan. So I think it just helps show that you're on the same page, you're working toward the same goals. And so I think you can use it against them in like objection handling. But I think often we're using it to kind of like bolster our argument, if you will, on why they should work with us. One, 100%. And, and to your point is when you're at that very end of the sales cycle, and if they're maybe they're getting cold feet or they're just having second thoughts, that's where it's really useful for you to be able to go back to previous conversations and say, Hey, Mr. or Mrs. Prospect, remember when you told me blah, 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 verbatim? Well, this is what we're doing to, to address that. And they go, Oh, yeah, I did say that. I was thinking that. That is important to me. And you have a chance to resell if you have to. I love that. And not enough people are using that strategy. All right. So those five tips in summary were be a human. Two was ditch the script. Three is nobody cares about your product or service. Four, don't take prospects from three to 10 and sometimes getting too excited can overwhelm your prospects. And number five was use their own words to sell them. If you want to learn more about Mikey, he puts up some pretty good content on LinkedIn, trying to get him to do a little more so he can, uh, I wish you could see his face right now, so he can share all of the knowledge that he just shared with you to a wider audience. But I'll put his LinkedIn profile in the show notes and his bio, and you can hit him up if you want to learn more. Thanks, Mikey. Thank you. I guess now I have to uh, create some more content. Thanks, Jackie. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, if you learned one sales tip that you're walking away with that's going to make you a better salesperson, I would love if you would send this episode to just one person that will benefit and I will see you on Friday.